Hey friends, it's season two of Challenge Yourself. We're giving you two ways to join us and get inspired and motivated to live your best life and challenge yourself. Text us at winning to 844-590-0021. That's W-I-N-N-I-N-G to 844-590-0021. And follow us on Instagram at challenge.courage. Let's do it sexy. Challenges can make you. Challenges can break you. Challenges can take you further when you dare to challenge yourself. I'm Ashley. I'm Joy. Welcome. Come on in. The water's fine. I like how we just start off singing. And it feels so good. Hey. Like peaches and cream. I know that oh you know my. that I'm a fan. Well, I'm Joy fan. has a tan, y'all. She came back with some sun. Mm-hmm. I don't have a tan. I do have <laughs> a new lot on life. Haven't gotten some rest. Yay. I won't say it's a tan, but definitely my skin mm-hmm. is a lot clearer, and I feel mm-hmm. better overall. So I encourage everyone out there to please, please go, mm-hmm. go, mm-hmm. <laughs> and run. Just get to a beach, get to a place. I don't even care if you mm-hmm. go to a hotel That's and right. just sit in there, and you can clean it. Like we, my mom and I. We have a lovely two-bed, two-bath place. We literally went in, even though, you know, they clean really well and they have spaced out time between, Mm -hmm. you know, people staying. So they're not turning around rooms, you know, Mm -hmm. and turning around condos in the same way. So we took our cleaning supplies in even so uh, because we had washer and dryer and all all the amenities in in our place. Mm-hmm. And so we took in our, we brought in our cleaning supplies. We cleaned the common areas. We mm-hmm. brought our own pillows. And, and, and some of you are probably thinking, oh, that's overkill. But let me just say this. Um, even though my, my mom and I are both vaccinated, and Ashley, I know you're vaccinated too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That doesn't matter. Like, we still don't know all of the aspects of this virus and me being more immunocompromised, my mom being, Mm -hmm. you know, over 70 at this point, um, Mm -hmm. I just wasn't taking any chances. Uh, Neither was she. And, Mm -hmm. and I think that that's the way to go. You know, you clean the remote control, clean the, the knobs, clean the the, the countertops. You You know what I'm saying? Here's my take. But, on it. Maybe I'm just weird. Because, I, I, you know, I sure would have went in there with some Lysol. Either way, I'm like, I don't trust folks. Oh, well, yeah. Oh, absolutely. absolutely. I mean, they are. But you know what? Like, I mm-hmm. took in hospital-grade stuff. I That's take, right. I mean, mm-hmm. I mean, I had Lysol, but this time it was hospital-grade. 
Uh-huh. Like, no I, I mm-hmm. wanted, and we brought bleach, you know, on top of that. Oh, good. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. we also washed all of the washcloths and towels. Mm-hmm. We mm-hmm. took the linen off the bed, washed mm-hmm. everything. And, and, mm-hmm. and like I say, some of you probably think that that's overkill. But let me remind you, like last year this time, all of us were in our home girls. for the most part. I don't oh, know that's about so Florida crazy. and Texas well, and some places. They, they were at the bar, too. <laughs> a lot of us were at home or trying to figure yep. out when we could go to the grocery store to actually find something to eat. Like you know at a, what? At a actually, time. I think I was still recovering from when I had gotten sick, and I still don't know if that was COVID. I still don't know. Exactly. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. it was a very weird time, March, April, May, June. I mean, think yes. about it. And oh so God, it's crazy. been one year wow. since then. And wow. it's also our pot anniversary. It is the it's anniversary. It's our pot anniversary. Yes. Yes. And it doesn't mean that we learn how to use the potty. It means that <laughs> it's our podcast. <laughs> anniversary. <laughs> like Yay, one happy anniversary, Joy. Happy anniversary. Because one year ago, in the midst of everything that was going on, in the midst of mm. all the drama, chaos, mm. and tyranny, I don't know what was going on around here, <laughs> right. of this country, um, oh. we decided to start the Challenge Yourself podcast. And mm-hmm. we invited all of you on this journey with us, and I'm so grateful yes. we did. Yes. So thank you for joining us. I know, right? Yes. Thank you, everybody. Like, it's crazy just to think we started this and people actually listen. Like, I know that probably sounds silly, but it's like people are listening to us talking. Mm -hmm. That's so funny. Like, like, around uh, the world. Right? It's amazing. And I wish I could just meet everybody who's listening, but, you know, that's just me. Oh, my gosh. I know. And hello to all of you. We're sending you virtual hugs wherever you are in the world, wherever you are in the United States. You know, we're sending you virtual hugs. It's been Mm -hmm. a tough 365 days. Yes, it has. And so now... It's, it's time to look ahead, but in looking ahead, yeah. I, I think a lot of us are putting together, like, puzzle, it's like putting back the, pu- the puzzle back together. It was mm. almost like having a whole puzzle, right? You, you finally put the puzzle mm-hmm. together. Things mm-hmm. are looking okay, right? And then someone <laughs> comes behind you, like you walk away, and yeah. someone comes behind you and takes every puzzle piece. <gasps> and scatters them all over the I floor. Know. And you walk back, mm. and it's like, <gasps> right? And then like, there's, there's some sort of insert a curse word there. But there's some, there's uh. some like, literally, like, insert any cuss words. Seriously. Mm. You have finished the puzzle, and it's like, mm. dun, dun, dun. Right. And like, that's psych. how I felt like 2020 mm. was a bunch of scattered puzzle pieces and no sense mm. of where to start you know you start from mm. the edges of course it's what a lot of people do to when they're working on puzzles is find the edge pieces but it was difficult to find those to figure mm-hmm. out where to start because the edges did not look the same right no see that's nope. gonna that's going that's for somebody out there 
the edges don't look the same anymore. There is no normal mm-hmm. box. The, mm-hmm. the pieces changed. That's I right. I mean, it, it's, everything is just not the same. And That's so because right. the picture has changed, it's left us now with, okay, you know what, what is it that I need my life to be? There are over 500,000 mm. people that are dead. Ooh. What do mm. I need mm. my life to be? And those are the COVID cases. Not, I mean, let's right. talk about how many people actually died here in the U.S. Mm-hmm. and across mm-hmm. the globe. And that's right. And that's what COVID and plus just natural causes or from yep. other reasons. So mm-hmm. to me, it makes sense to take an opportunity to say, oh, my gosh, you know, what is it I want my life to look like? What is it I need? Mm-hmm. And that's right. what is it I'm not tolerating any longer? What is it? And that's not cancel culture. Okay, that's, that's cancel culture is something different. Thank you. That's uh, there are things boundaries. that we just not. That's yeah. exactly. I'm not going to tolerate right. because I draw a line, and my line that's is right. X Y Z. Okay, this that's is what right. I need for me to be healthy. And so tonight we've got a really a, a heavy hitter topic. Mm, you know, my mind. Yes, I mean do. on on our one year anniversary. Really, yeah. it's the heavy hitter. Um. But we got to take time first to really send send our condolences. Yeah, um, yeah. D- DMX, like man, like my I youth. I still can't okay? believe it. I'm yeah, like I know. DMX. What y'all really want? All I hear okay? is rah, rah, right. rah, rah, rah. I know. I hear the barking. <laughs> I'm oh like, God. that's just what it was. I'm like, that was hype music. <laughs> It, it was, was so I different. It was like it. a, it was like a juxtaposition. Uh, That's why when Swiss and Timberland had uh-huh. verses, like, uh-huh. I was like, how could y'all pair Snoop and DMX? Like, I still, you know, like I look back because I used to, t- I, I trashed the verses. I was like, that should never be. Why would they do this? Why? That doesn't make My any goodness. sense. But like, looking back at it now, it flowed so well yeah. because you saw the difference in this in DMX and the the yeah. that hype crowd, right? Yeah. Versus right. like the smooth yeah, you know, West Coast sound. That's and it right. It's actually really cool. Yeah. Even though Snoop uh, was doing some sort of weird dance. Because he's um, so tall and lanky, you know, he had to bend down and do a little sway. <laughs> And you saw, and I was like, wait, Snoop, I remember <laughs> at the beginning, because I remember, I think I was on the phone with uh-huh. you, Ashley, and uh-huh. it was funny because Snoop, and, you know, they were about to go in and start with the music, and DMX was like, we got to mm-hmm. take time to pray. I'm like, huh? <laughs> and I was saying, right. I think DMX is about to pray. <laughs> and I'm like, wait a minute, everybody stop what they're doing. Everybody pause. <laughs> and like literally, it was like a pause, right? And then right afterwards, Snoop was Snoop. I feel like Snoop said a cuss word and like started either put a cigar in his mouth or started drinking. <laughs> it was the funniest thing. It was like seeing your uncle. 
who you right? know has been a, <laughs> a complete disaster. He's made a disaster of his life. Your uncle is crazy, but every time he comes around, it's the funniest thing in the world. And he said, oh, yeah, right. yeah, yeah, I got the prayer, though. I got the prayer, that's, though, y'all. That's right. I got the prayer. Now, let me light up real quick. Let me light up and get my <laughs> You're right, though, because they are the life of the like, nerve party. I tell you that. They are. Like, Father God, thank you. Thank you. Oh, oh I'm going to cry. So <laughs> and, and, and I love that because I'm not, I don't feel like I'm in mourning at all yeah. for DMX. Yeah. I, I, I feel yeah. for his family, his daughters, yeah. you know, his, his, all of his children, all the people who knew him well. Yeah. I mm-hmm. don't feel sad as much as I feel this mm-hmm. sense of like, wow, you know, he lived out loud. He, you know, through his He pain, did. Through he his did. struggle, he touched mm-hmm. people, and he did. and I feel like that's a beautiful thing. That's, that's a beautiful right. thing. I agree. Now, you know, there are a lot of people that have hidden struggles, and mm-hmm. um, some of you out there, you know, I mean, in, in the course of the quarantine and the pandemic, a lot of people have found out that they had some yeah. hidden struggles that yeah. really became overwhelming in having to be yeah. alone or having to be inside, and I think a lot of what we're seeing too with celebrities is that same mm. thing is a lot of yeah. people felt like I can't go to work any longer. They weren't allowed to, um, mm-hmm. I can't get around the people I'm used to being around. And that created a chasm of what I like to call, um, just, just a, a, a disaster mm-hmm. because you have people mm-hmm. who can't do the things that can't move around the same way and there's yeah. no healthy outlet. Yeah, you know, there's no healthy outlet. I can't, I can't just go call my personal trainer on the phone and say, "Hey, let's work." You right. know, I can't just mm-hmm. do that mm-hmm. any longer. And even for the celebrities, you know, we saw marriages crumble. We saw all these things That's happening. Many, so, you know, many, many, many. Mm-hmm. people came out when you know talking about their struggles, and mm-hmm. all of us have had something. Um, mm-hmm. And I think that you know, when I think about his life and I think about the pain. You know, I, I, I also think about the, the messages that he sent. Every one of his albums, if I'm not mistaken, had a prayer where he spent time mm-hmm. talking to God. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, I and, and I think in the blood. Remember that? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. and I think that that's, that says something, too. And, and mm-hmm. so, yeah, like, DMX, we love you, man. That's, mm, I like, know. I really... I'm so grateful oh. for having having days yeah. where it was hype to actually dance. That's right. I don't know what y'all the trap oh. music is not hype to dance to. I don't no, know. No, no, we weren't twerking. I don't know what we that were is. jumping around like yelling. That's right. Like it, that's what I think of my adolescence and my marching band days. Like man, I think it's yeah, like, I don't know what jumping around. Now. I don't know either. I'm like I this, can't this jump around music that. is really it's not fun. <laughs> Um, no, I'm it's like, not fun. No, I'm like this is not. How, and the, and then all of the organized, I call it organized dance. You know how we used to have electric slide all the way up to the biker shuffle and then the, the, the quarantine, right? right? That's so right. everyone was just finally learning the biker shuffle. Mm-hmm. Well, interestingly enough, we go into quarantine and there's all these challenges. That's and true. I'm like, what kind of dance are y'all doing? 
I'm like, is there? Okay, yeah, there was Beyonce's Before I Let Go mm. challenge, right? Kiki, like, do doing? you love me? Are you Kiki, riding? Kiki, do you love me? But I'm like, what is that challenge that's out now where all they do is move their elbows and, and their, their forearms? Like, to what? me, I'm kind of like, I don't yeah, even know, that, know one. that one where they're, the one where they're just moving their arms. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, you uh, see uh. everyone doing it? Yes. Oh, that no, one. no, no. Where they, it's mm. like almost like they're doing the, there's an old 50s dance where they've got their, their hands out. No. It's like they're making oh, a yeah. V. Yeah, yeah, that kind of dance, that thing. Yeah. I no, like that's not <laughs> no. To me. What? And I'm kind of like, uh, you know, again, Generation Z. Yeah, y'all yeah. okay with me? I don't have any issues with you. Mm. I just think there's, I don't know. There needs to be some level of creativity. Huh? Something needs to change. Yeah. We, we just knew how to jump around. <laughs> we made up our own thing. <laughs> We sure did. We did. And we I know was like, I ain't never scared. Boy. I ain't never I ain't scared. scared. <laughs> Look, those are the songs when you hear them again, you just start bobbing from side to side. Like, you just you know. Right. You like, just go wild. Oh you go crazy. You do. I'm like, y'all you know do. how to go wild and crazy. Generation Z, y'all know. don't know wild and crazy. That's why I was telling you got so stimulus and went to Miami, oh, no. and you realized oh, no. what it was like to be wild and crazy all right, oh, never mind. I'll let you finish oh, no. that sentence. I can't even <laughs> handle it. No, uh, it just makes my stomach hurt. It just cringes inside because, see, y'all, I saw the photos. See, and I'm going to just leave it at that. I saw I photos. I saw the video. Many. Yes. Woo. Yes. Mm-hmm. I saw the, the mm-hmm. what did they used to call it? Breaking what? news and exclusive. Oh, yes. All the photos. <laughs> Oh my God. You know video. what it reminded me of? Some of some of y'all out there listening to remember. It reminded me of that movie. What was it? The Purge Anarchy. Ooh. Mm, mm. When everybody went wild and crazy. Mm-hmm. Ah, you know, mm-hmm. I'm going to just leave, leave that mm-hmm. right there because that was crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly. Mm. So, and we also... Mm. Um, we want to send our condolences to yes. His Royal Highness. No, is it His yes. Royal Highness? Yes, I feel like it is His um, Royal uh-huh, Highness. His Royal Highness. Mm-hmm. Prince Philip mm-hmm. Mountbatten. Okay, those mm-hmm. of you who know the crown know the significance mm-hmm. of Mountbatten. If you have mm-hmm. watched any of the Crown series, uh, right. the Mountbatten name was highly contested. And it ended up being the House yes. of Windsor. That even if y'all you know haven't seen that, and you guys remember Harry and Meghan's son's name, mm-hmm. so I mean because yep. they they gave him the Mountbatten name on purpose, mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. exactly. So mm-hmm. there's that sense of you know with all that has gone on with that family, yeah, um, yeah. For this to now happen um, is another yeah. devastating blow. Um, I mean, it wasn't mm-hmm. like he was 21 years old, but still yeah. a devastating blow um, to the queen yeah. personally. Um, for I think was mm-hmm. 70 years of marriage, some 70 plus yeah, years of marriage. Good. Yeah. And I'm sorry, like <laughs> some people can't last <laughs> seven minutes. Um, but you know, somehow, somehow they made it that long Mm -hmm. and not just because of longevity, but just because of actually staying in there when sometimes I'm sure they didn't want, I mean, obviously didn't want to be there, couldn't stand the sight of each other. 
So we That's definitely it. send our, our condolences to yes. the, the House of Windsor, to mm-hmm. Her Majesty the Queen, yes. Elizabeth, a girl. Mm-hmm. Yes, we know you are. <laughs> we know you're going through a rough time. I can't yeah. imagine losing a husband after that long. Yeah. And I have seen some tweets on Twitter that are very unkind uh, mm. regarding, um, I'll just put it this way, like notebook-like mm. tweets. Like, oh. oh, you know, well, they're both old, so you know. <gasps> I'm like, no, mm. no. Mm. Um, let's not speak that over anyone. That's okay? right. That's right. All right. Let's, let's stick in the present moment. And, you know, I think the Bible says, I'm not trying to preach to anybody, mourn with mm-hmm. those who mourn. Mm-hmm. Okay? So people are in mourning. And so the, sometimes you just don't need to say anything. Thanks. That is cool, <laughs> I'm telling you, sometimes all you need to do is like the post and move on. Don't comment. Don't do it. Just like and go. Like, I'm sorry, but that's what's needed. So look now. Yes. <laughs> I'm telling you. But, yes, yes. I agree. I'm like, condolences to the Amexis family and, and, you know, His Royal Highness's family, everybody. Um, yes. because I can only imagine, you know, they've been around so long, all the kids mm-hmm. and the grandkids and the great-grandkids, and now he's gone. It's almost weird that he's not there, I'm sure. So, absolutely, absolutely. And my mom and I just finished the, I don't know what season of The Crown this is, season four mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. of The Crown, and we, it was interesting because, in one of the scenes, um, there is a, you know, each of them has a code name for when they pass away. Yeah. And the queen made all of the code names, or they decided all of them should be bridges. So the queen oh. is London Bridge. I think um, Prince Philip is High Bridge or something like that. Anyway, mm-hmm. everyone has a bridge, and the queen in the, in the crown, the Netflix series, she explains it as um, because it's a bridge from this life to the next. Like oh, as wow. Moving, you're transitioning to, wow. you know, into, into heaven or to wherever you hit it <laughs> when mm-hmm. you die. And, you know, yeah. the queen being a very, um, you know, religious person, um, yeah, she, you know, the, the bridge analogy was, was really, really, it, it took me aback for a moment. I thought, wow, how interesting, mm-hmm. you know, for all of them to be bridges. Mm-hmm. And, um, and, and I, I thought, so then I guess when he died, then that meant, you know, they had the code, mm-hmm. whatever, high bridge or whatever bridge it was. Yeah. Um, and so that was kind of weird to watch that. Like a few days ago, I was still on vacation, and then, and Philip was looking at her like, bridges, why a bridge? (laughs) And like literally in real life, he's now deceased. Wow. Mm, I didn't know that. Wow. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Mm -hmm. I love that, though. I love her reason behind that. Absolutely. Um, My goodness. Yeah. Yeah, this uh, the, that season was really tough to get through. I think I'd rather yeah. watch Bridgerton every day for 365 <laughs> days 
than I would watch season four of The Crown. It's really tough, emotional. Yeah. Um, yeah. But also, I, I think it brings us to our topic of why we're here. It, it does. It's because season two is uh, relationship, passion, passion not obsession. Mm-hmm. Yeah, relationship. Passions, obsessions. Obsession. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Mm, and mm, we're mm. back together again because Ashley's been Yay. busy studying. I was on I vacation. did well on my test, you guys. Yay. And she did okay. well on her test. So I'm grateful that she sacrificed her time, her talent, and her treasure, like they like to say sometimes <laughs> at some places. We won't I'm name. done. <laughs> Okay. Okay. And I'm grateful that she sacrificed because she got an amazing grade. Um, so that's awesome. And that brings us to the the where we are, relationships, passions, and obsessions. Sometimes you have to be really obsessive about your work, though. Yeah, um, because that's you true. have to. You have to be obsessive about your work because that's the only way to get through the mountain that is a degree that is that's true for anyone out there if you are climbing the degree mountain if you're climbing the mountain of masters or phd level work um Mm. just keep in mind that that work is to be able to climb it like you have to separate yourself yeah from really even from a stage of reality and really you know, that's really fixate good. yourself. You fixate mm-hmm. yourself on the work in front of you. Yeah. And nobody really else good. can understand your journey. No one else will yeah. ever understand the sacrifice. Mm. I mean, mm. we all have our own path, and, it, and, yeah. and we all of us have had our own emotions, or, you know, we may have posted on social media something funny mm-hmm. or whatever. But when you're by yourself and you're trying to ingest Ooh. all this material, mm, mm, mm. it becomes, mm. it, it mm. almost becomes like it, it, it's a necessity to become a bit obsessive mm-hmm. because you realize mm. that if you want to succeed, you yeah. have to. Yeah. There's not a get to or a need to. You have <laughs> to separate <laughs> yourself from a bit of reality, from the news, mm. from music. There was a time where there, there's a whole mm. block of time of music mm. I missed. You know mm. what I mean? I, there, was a, there was a whole, I was like, wait, who was that? Did you say? And I you know. know. I miss that. <laughs> I miss TV shows. I miss I relationships. I miss yep. all kinds of opportunities. Yep. Because. Oh, my gosh. I literally had to separate myself for a lot of years mm-hmm. from that reality mm-hmm. to be mm-hmm. able to survive and climb the mountain of the degree. You know what, now, y'all? I have to say this to Joy because, you know, what is it that people say give them their flowers while they're alive? Um, you know, I, guys, mm-hmm. I must say, I'm very grateful to, to have a friend like Joy. Because we're talking about relationships, passions, obsessions. Friendship is also a relationship. And I'm very grateful to have a friend like Joy because she's been through this process and she's very understanding and caring. Because, guys, let me tell you, because I know somebody, This even though this is beside the topic, let me tell y'all, earlier this week, 
when I say I was done, 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 I was ready to put the book down and everything. (laughs) But you know what, though, like, you're right, Joy. I think being able to really kind of just focus in and zone in, you do have Mm -hmm. to do that. And I think for me, and, you know, I know a classmate and I, we stayed up pretty late just studying, y'all, for one Mm -hmm. test. Mm-hmm. And I got to get mm-hmm. so I'm happy. But, yeah, no, I agree. I do think you do have to have that kind of obsession mm-hmm. to get it's through that. It's an obsession. It's yeah. an obsession. And, and it has to be. And some people, they make it seem like it's effortless. And, and that's a lie. <laughs> it really isn't. So don't believe the hype. These people out here grinning like, yeah. I'm like, no. Yeah, because, yeah. because behind closed doors you have the same fears and, and, and fears of failure or you know, fears of letting yourself and everyone else down. You have the same um, just just sense of of, of just I've, I've got to get this right. I've I've mm-hmm. got to do this. I, I you know, mm-hmm. uh, or or that sense of you know the fight or flight. I'm either going to fight for this or I'm going mm-hmm. like to throw the books down. I'm out of here. Mm-hmm. You know? And for some people, they they do. They leave. Mm-hmm. They quit. Yeah. And it doesn't mm-hmm. make them a bad person. Mm-hmm. It's That's just right. like, hey, I'm just not going to do this. Yeah. I'm not going to mm-hmm. do this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So there's that. But I think, I think that that brings us back, mm-hmm. recapitulates us to relationships, passions, and obsessions, which mm-hmm. season two has been about. And the work yes. is a part of that, but then also really talking about, and I, you know, just wrapped up Ask Dr. Joy Well, where I talked about um, mm. this idea of, of, of really your, the, the, the ghosting. Uh, it really wasn't about ghosting as much as it was about how to be grown in a relationship, how to be mature. Mm-hmm. Uh, a, a grown person's guide to talking through hard conversations, not running from them, because that's mm. what ghosting is. Yeah. Um, so, and, and so I think going into this topic, though, I just want to say to everyone, you know, right now, if you end the podcast, you, that's fine with us. You can turn, mm. you, can, you can flip back and listen to some of our older podcasts, mm-hmm. because right here, right now, what we're about to talk about um, you, you may feel a bit sensitive about because it may not yeah. be your story or it may be your story and you may not be in a mm. position to really want to hear it right now. Yeah. Uh, so we want to give you an opportunity if you want to go ahead and scoot on out. It's okay. Mm-hmm. For those of you mm-hmm. all that are going to stick with us, we're just letting, we just want to let you know, you know, this may be a bit sensitive for some yeah. people to hear. Um, or it may not be something that you're ready for right now, but guess what? We're going to go ahead into it. So those of you who yes. are staying with us, great. Thank you. Let us know mm-hmm. what you think. Mm-hmm. That's Woo-hoo. right. Holla back, Woo-hoo. young lady. Yes. Oh, <laughs> so, holla back on the article. Mm-hmm. Well, it all started. There's always a story. So <laughs> it all started earlier this morning. Mm. When I get, uh, I'm, I'm, I subscribe to Medium, which is an app and like a place to go and read amazing articles. Mm-hmm. And so this, this 
uh, I guess, window flashed on my phone. And it said the following. If I can go Mm. back to it, it said, is it true what they say about sex with black girls? Mm. And I saw that and I was like, huh? Mm. You know how you, because you're waking up in the morning. I had to go get my dog. And I saw this, that, that pop up, and I was like, wait, wait, say again, come again? Mm-hmm. And I didn't know who wrote it, but I was like, is what true? And Ooh. I had to go and read it. I had to go and read it. And since we're talking about relationships, passions, and obsessions, yeah. I think this, this discussion really encompasses all three. Yeah, it does. Because really... Well, there are several things that I found out in reading this, and this article is on Medium, and it's by um, Rebecca Stevens, Mm -hmm. A. Um, And it's a five-minute read, really. It's not long. But the article is indeed entitled, Is It True What They Say About Sex with Black Girls? How Mm -hmm. Stereotypes About the Sexual Prowess of Black Girls dehumanize and hurt us mm. and if you if you haven't noticed both ashley and i are black mm. okay yeah i don't i don't know maybe somehow in the you know just in case you didn't know we <laughs> identify as black yeah we both identify as black women and at one time we were black girls mm-hmm. okay like there's still a black girl within all of us you know we, but mm. we, we but we win it we're full grown okay Mm-hmm. So, but <laughs> the but the article resonated with me and concerned me, and concerned mm. me, and so I I made sure to send it to Ashley and I said we yeah. got to talk about this, um, on the podcast and I wasn't sure if or what I wanted to say, yeah, about it, you know, because I know you and I both like. I was just walking the dog, and we were talking about uh-huh. this article, and uh-huh. I posted it, and actually the author reached out mm. to me and said, thank you for posting it on Twitter, wow. and I asked her if I could send her a DM, because I was like, you know, we need to try to get her on the podcast mm-hmm. to really talk more about this, but we wanted to just chime in personally. Mm. Because, yeah. yeah. I mean, the first Whew. line of mm. the article. Mm. I hear that black women are good in bed. Is that something that, actually, maybe I'm missing something. You know. Is that something that you, you know, I, I want to make sure that I'm not, <laughs> maybe I'm, maybe it's just me, but I need to make sure of something. Is that something that you are aware of or that you grew up knowing or hearing about? <laughs> you know. There's a mosquito in here, by the way. Uh-oh. Oh, no. oh, no. Mm-mm. Oh, no. Mm-mm. You know, maybe they're talking about, you know, napping or sleeping. Because I'm good at that. I am good at that. Maybe that's what they're talking <laughs> I have never in my – it wasn't until I started being approached by men that I even knew this was a thing. I, I'm like, what do you mean black women are good in bed as if we're some kind of, like – sex toy that you turn on and off or something. Like, huh? Yeah. And where did that come from? Like, it, it makes me think, where, who, where did this start? 
So, no. Uh-uh. Unless you're talking about nap time, no. Mm-mm. I don't know. I don't identify. Well, I definitely mm-hmm. think that the author brings up this point. Yeah. And it's a Ooh. really good point. It's an amazing yes. point of really talking about the dehumanization of mm. black women. Yeah. And yeah. If, if a person, just like, you know, right now where you know, everyone is tuned in or a lot of people, mm-hmm. not everyone, I'm not, I, I can't bear to watch the George Floyd. Um, oh, um, cry. The trial uh, for mm-hmm. the, the, the law enforcement officer, police yeah. officer, I, I can't even. Um, but kind of in that same realm, there mm-hmm. was a, a news anchor who was talking about the, the, the dehumanization of mm-hmm. black people in general yeah. and yeah. how, you know, um, the officer that shot the guy a few years ago and killed um, him. I, I don't remember yeah. um, the guy's name, but she was mentioning so- that and saying, well, oh, no, this was a, three years ago. There was, a, there was an oh, officer who okay. killed, yeah, a black man. Okay. And I think the, the, mm-hmm. the guy said, well, it was, it was like, you know, he was towering over me. And I think he was what? only one inch taller than him. Oh, you know, it was like, you know, David versus Goliath. Some what? Some craziness like that. And it, it was a way, mm-hmm. again, this, this dehumanization, this sense of, you know, these people are, are Herculean. And there's even been books written back during, mm-hmm. you know, uh, still the time of chattel slavery Mm-hmm. Of, of when, you know, people talked about us as being uh, physically superior in, in terms mm-hmm. of the physical brute strength. And, and, mm-hmm. But that's animalistic. Exactly. It, it almost was an animalistic way of describing us. Yeah. And, and I say us, and I wasn't, I wasn't born when some of these books were written, but I mm-hmm. still identify it as an us. Okay, so That's I think right. even today it's true that there is a sense of, um, and particularly when we look at black women, mm-hmm. there is a sense that um, we are a body and not a whole person. Mm, yes. I'm mm-hmm. starting to feel that. I, I'm starting to Ooh. feel that, and I say that because I've always experienced yeah. something quite like that. But yeah. I'm talking about really coming to to understand now at this age that yeah. what it means to be a body and not a person. Not that yeah. other women are not experiencing that. Because I think universally women go through periods of time where mm-hmm. we are more like we talked about actually property. Mm-hmm. That's right. That sense of, of, you know, we're viewed as property. We're viewed mm-hmm. as as a thing, an object, but not mm-hmm. really a person, a human being. Yeah. And if you're not viewed as a human being, then it's dangerous. Yeah. It can be very dangerous mm-hmm. when you're mm-hmm. relating to people, when mm-hmm. you're in a relationship with someone, um, mm-hmm. when you're on dating apps, where even yeah. at work. Yeah, even if people feel like they can do it things. It can be dangerous. Yeah, they would, exactly. Someone they view as human. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Mm, mm, mm. So I think that's where our story begins and, you know, resonating with this article is to say, you know, um, really the question we pose to all of you is when is the last time that you were treated as an object Mm. or less than a human? When was the last time you were talked down to? Mm. When was the last time that you felt like you're being treated less than the person next to you because of your identified uh, gender, right? That, Mm -hmm. that, that principle is so important. Yeah. Um, And I think it's, I I think we have to look at it historically, but also right here in the now. And basically, you know, what the author, I mean, she talks about so much in Mm -hmm. this article, which is short, but, she talks about, you know, the fact that this didn't start when she became a woman. This started when she mm. was nine years old, really, mm-hmm. between 9, 10, 11, 12. By the time she's 13, men are coming up to her, and particularly white men mm-hmm. are coming up to um, and, and trying to come on to her, coming mm-hmm. on to her, propositioning her, even yep. as a 13-year-old. Which is just that's a, a crazy. Self. And these are older men, guys. Like these aren't like little boys yeah. or age. No, we're talking about men. men. Yes, mm-hmm. grown men. Mm-hmm. Coming on yes. to a child, like yes. How do you sexualize? Oh boy, that's another topic. But you know, it's like you're sexualizing all black women. And the thing is, it's not even just black women. Just black. Females in general, I hate the word females, but literally, didn't matter the age, she was nine, and mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure she looked like a little girl. Mm-hmm. How mm-hmm. do you say I know people like to use the, the um, what is it? Oh, there's such hormones in the chicken now. The, the little oh. girls look like young women. And I'm like, mm-hmm. yeah, because when I was nine years old, and I got my menstrual cycle. I remember, you know, um, I it was almost like being in a little woman's body, mm, right? Mm, it mm. really was. And it was weird developing, getting a, you know, having to, to get bras and wear bras and all these things and really hyper-developing. So by the time I was 14, <laughs> yeah, I was more developed than some women that were double my age, mm-hmm. but I was still a girl. Yeah. And there were guys who were adults, mm-hmm. not just white, but all, all <laughs> races, who would try to, or who, even if they didn't hit on me directly, mm-hmm. they wanted to talk and get a little bit too close or put their hand yeah. on my shoulder or, you mm-hmm. know, oh, oh, let me give you a good old-fashioned church hug. Uh-huh. And, and it's like, you know, if you feel this discomfort, and you, it's like, well, I, I don't know what this is because mm-hmm. I don't have the language for it. You know, I, don't, yeah. I haven't developed the sense of it. Uh, yeah. And, but now looking back, I see how that really went down. And... Yeah. And and so it's really, to read the article, like you said, it mm-hmm. was sort of emotional in a sense mm-hmm. of, you know, when, when are we human? When yeah. are we human? Yeah, that's right. Um, and she makes a point in there, Joy, I just want to throw in there. And it, this is at the very end, but um, when she's 
talked about as black women were seen as the angry black woman, the demanding black woman, the malicious black woman. We're, we're seen as all these things. And it's like, mm-hmm. can we not have to be the sexualized black woman too, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. yeah, we are because it's almost a fetish. Yeah. It is a fetish. It yeah. is a fetish that some men have. And they have their own subsections of the black mm-hmm. woman fetish. Yeah. Whether it be BBW, whether yeah. it be, we were talking about the tomboy yeah. look. That's you right. Know, mm-hmm. uh, whatever the case is, mm-hmm. there's, there's that sense. But even with that being the case, the thing is, is it's still dehumanizing. Absolutely. And so I'm wondering when a man is hitting on me, and that's why one of the reasons that I'm not on dating websites, many of mm-hmm. you know I wrote a blog about, you know, retiring from dating mm-hmm. because that is a job that I don't need. It's not paying me anything, so <laughs> therefore, right? <laughs> right? Uh, is, there money, is there money coming in the bank? Because right. in this in this season of my life, if there's no money coming in the bank, right, from something that I'm doing, then it just may not be for me. Uh, that's um, right. That's just that's, that's just the right. bottom line. That's right. So, <laughs> but <laughs> but the thing the thing is is that it, it you know when when I look at you know dating apps, mm-hmm. I always kind of had to point, I had to point a pause because the pause came in where I would say, wait, why are you here? You know, I'm thinking this in my mm-hmm. head. Why are you talking to me? For mm-hmm. some of the guys, why are you really talking to me? And that's not because I had a chip on my shoulder, but mm-hmm. I almost did have to like play this law and order detective because I'm uh-huh. like, no, really, what's, what's the real goal here? Hey, right. how are you? no, no, really. And I would mm-hmm. call stuff out. And it's like, well, why are you being defensive? I'm like, I'm not. I'm not being <laughs> defensive. Angry black woman, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like, oh, she one of mm-hmm. those. And yeah, I'm like, no, yeah. I would like to know, what is it that interests you yes. about me? Yes. Was it, was it my big tatas? Was mm-hmm. it that you just haven't had sex with a black woman? And mm-hmm. or you had sex with a black woman once and you realized that mm-hmm. you loved it so much that we all must be the same way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that. Ooh, that thing. My God. And I realized even, even you know, recently there was someone on Facebook yeah. who I, I'm almost embarrassed for him um, <laughs> that he was in, in a relationship. <laughs> Mm-hmm. with someone living with this person mm-hmm. and wanted to tell me about the fact that he had had uh, sexual relationships with black women and found them, as in me and them, mm-hmm. to be, um, to want it, uh, excuse my language, but I'm going to say it real, hard mm-hmm. and fast and frankly describes it as what? very animalistic. What? Like one what? of them. He said, one of them, I told him, you know, I told her, um, you know, she was, she was, quote, riding me too hard. Oh, my gosh. What? And I'm like, so you're telling me this why. Why do right? I yeah. need to hear this? 
from you. What? Uh, is it wow. just for my information because you need to have an intellectual discussion? No. Mm. It mm. was because he had already Ooh. fetishized me, had put me in a like mm-hmm. in a in that same vein and was mm-hmm. trying to see if I resonated mm. with it. So I came at him from a different angle. And my That's angle right. with him was um you know, what, what is it that you hope to achieve from this conversation? Mm-hmm. I said, because I know you know that all, all women are not alike. And That's I right. know you know that all black women are not alike. Mm-hmm. So what is it that you're hoping to achieve here? Because I'm exactly. not going to sleep with you. Mm-hmm. As a matter of fact, well, from that conversation, I'm mm-hmm. less, I'm literally less interested in sleeping with the man. You know what I'm saying? At that point, I'm less interested than I ever mm-hmm. would be. Really? And so really. it was, it was, it was very mm-hmm. off-putting wow. and, and disrespectful. Oh, yes, it Should was. Should we be because able to have <laughs> open honest conversation yeah we should be able to have open honest conversation but uh, like my grandpa that was disrespectful uh, that's it right was disrespectful and he would have never I, said I to really, mm-hmm. no and that's why i rest my case really mm-hmm. is to say and this isn't and let me i just want to make this clear mm-hmm. this isn't just about what white men are saying or propositioning mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. across the board it, you even know what black- they say about black women. Yes, even from mm-hmm. my brothers. Yes. Love yeah. y'all. Love yeah. y'all. I still, mm-hmm. I still, I love black men. That's right. But even from my brothers, yeah. like, you know, want to talk about everything from hair. What was it on Love is Blind that homeboy um, said? to the girl as she's walking away. And I was like, you would never say that it was to someone non-black. I know. It was about her looks. I don't know. Was it her hair it or her was, Let me tell you where. Let, yes, it was her hair. Mm-hmm. Let me tell her you. Okay. He said. He said. Mm, oh, God. Here I go. I feel like I need to breathe. This actually makes It gives me emotional response, guys. Like, I, I just, I need to calm down. Okay. As she's oh, walking she... away on mm-hmm. Love is Blind, this is another Netflix series, um, he's like, you know, talking about her hair and how her wig has been moving out of place. And I'm like, you just literally unloaded all your fury and pain on this woman. Mm, 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 and mm. she's got to adjust herself. There are cameras everywhere. Mm-hmm. And you would take a swipe at her hair, knowing mm-hmm. how highly too. political, exactly, how oh highly God. political black mm-hmm. women's hair has become. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. so political now. It's like, mm-hmm. like do, I, do I put my hair up? Do I wear an afro? I know. Should I Can go I to wear braids with straight hair? Exactly. Right. Braids uh, acceptable? I'll mm-hmm. never forget going to work. Um, I was... It had to be about five years ago. Mm-hmm. And I had a really bad flare. I have lupus, for those of you who don't know, systemic lupus autoimmune disorder. And mm-hmm. I, I was diagnosed at 24. So 
I had a really bad flare after a really bad breakup, which sucked. Mm-hmm. And I lost all of my hair at that point. And so it just all came out during the flare, mm-hmm. or some of it, um, a large majority, really. No, no, nope, that's not true. It all came out. And wow. my eyebrows. And I remember um, before then I had braids, and I would always get twists and braids, and I loved mm-hmm. that. I loved that look. Uh, enjoyed it so much. Mm-hmm. I loved it. And mm-hmm. I remember um, the – I remember, you know, not being able to do that anymore, having to go to the wig store, which was a really, really, again, I felt almost like uh, an alien. Not that I yeah. had never worn wigs before, but it's one thing to get to go because you really want to go, try a new look, mm-hmm. and it's another thing to have to go. That's right. You really have to go. Mm-hmm. So – I think I think that was really tough, and I remember I got to work. I'd worked um, at this particular place for almost mm-hmm. a year. I got to work with my straight hair wig. Mm. So cute, so adorable. Mm. And someone non-black came mm-hmm. up to me and said, "I really love your hair like that." My gosh. Yeah. Mm. I prefer it that way. Wait, excuse me? I was like, oh, thank you. Uh-huh. I prefer it that way as if they have a yeah. choice. Yeah. Your- uh-huh. Oh. Whoa. It looks so I'm much like, better you say on that you. to anybody else? No. Would you say it to anybody else? Like, what? No. And oh, this is, these are the kinds of microaggressions that we tend to see time after time, the microaggressions, and people make these comments, um, and, and it seems so sweet and innocent, and it's not. Passive-aggressive is really. And so I truly feel like, you know, we have to be very careful about what we take in, which is why when you sense that someone is, uh for lack of a better phrase, when you sense that someone is, uh, sees you as less than a person, they're going in for the sexual talk really early. They're, um, what is I want to say? They're going in for the sexual talk. They are asking you questions about, you know, things that they've experienced with other people that may look mm-hmm. like you or be of the same race as you. Mm-hmm. Um things like that, especially when we're talking about relationships, then be very careful. Yeah. You know, be very careful. Um, I'm very concerned about what I'm seeing out here. And, again, I'm retired. I'm not dating. But I I can honestly say (laughs) Mm -hmm. that even with that being the case, I am still, you know, a very attractive person. And Mm -hmm. so I see, I know when, Mm -hmm. you know, a man is looking at me like I'm a piece of porterhouse steak, Mm -hmm. you know? And I'm like, Mm -hmm. I just had an experience with a friend who Mm -hmm. literally, and Ashley, you know, like I literally, I've been friends with this guy now for almost five years and homeboy, mm, Mm. Oh, 
homeboy like, came mm-hmm. home because he moved out of the state. He <sighs> came home. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, hey, what's up? You know, because he spoke to me. Mm-hmm. And literally, it was like, you know, I, I think he wanted me to. I, mean, I know he wanted me to invite him over to my office or to invite him over to my house. He wasn't going to say it, but he kept talking about uh, wanting to uh, wanting to do something physical, right? Mm-hmm. And it, was, it wasn't about wanting to kiss me or touch mm-hmm. me. It was about what I could do for him. Yeah. And I was like, dude, what's your deal? He's like, I'm really nervous about it. And mm. I'm like, nervous about what? Like, we've been having mm. this conversation now, you know, every time that that we've seen each other or, or been around each other, he's been talking about this fantasy of me mm. sucking on him. Let me put it that way. The reality mm. was, though, and I, and I, I, I had to really grapple with this, was mm-hmm. when he went back, out of state to where he worked, Mm -hmm. you know, he was basically, when he got there, and I'm still thinking, you know what, whatever, put it to the side, we're friends, you know, Mm -hmm. white boy, black girl, you know, we're friends. We're Mm -hmm. at the end of the day, you know, but what I realized is that we weren't friends. Yeah. Not really. Yeah. I, in his eye, was a conquest. And I should have been grateful that he saw me as Mm. attractive. But when I did not go for the D, what Mm. did he do? He Mm. said, I'm done with you. Basically, Mm -hmm. he wanted to wash his hands. I was like, well, are we still going to talk? No, I'm good. Mm. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, he's done with me. Why? Mm. Oh, Oh, so because you didn't come down here and have a wild night with me? Mm-hmm. You're done with me. Like, mm-hmm. okay. I ne- and this is the thing. Ooh. I always saw him as a human. Yeah. But it was in this particular point that I realized he never saw me as one. Yeah. Yeah. Not really. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Everything he, he it- did was to get to me pleasuring and servicing him. Mm-hmm. Never was it ever about I care about you, the person, and how yeah. you are doing and what you're up to? That's yeah. why you need to be careful, folks. That's ladies, right. Out That's there, right. women, about about who it is you're letting into your life and the reason yes. why they're there. Yes. Because even in your sexual life, those of you who are having sex, I'm not. Mm-hmm. But those of you who are, um, don't you want to have sex with someone who actually sees you as a whole person? Right, and not just a piece of meat in the bed. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Like, mm-hmm. again, and that's where I have the issue. Is, yeah. And the article really talks about it. Black women yeah. have been uh, highly sexualized for a long time. Yeah. Back to massa, woo, sleeping mm. with the yes. the coming come to the slave chamber, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And there was no choice. It was like you are my. Property. There was no choice. Nothing yep. that could be done about it. Yep. And some of that old way of thinking still exists. Yeah. Because there's 
no choice. Because if Mazda wants you, yeah. then you should be grateful. And if you're not, mm-hmm. then I'm going to find a way to make you pay for not being grateful. Exactly. Exactly. Mm-hmm. That's right. And I know that women across the board have experienced that professionally, yeah. personally. Yeah. Like, hey, you didn't put out, right? So, therefore, mm-hmm. you're no longer someone that I want to speak with. And it's almost like being iced out. Mm-hmm. But to completely not be a human being at all yeah. is, you, it, it's almost, it, it's abuse in a sense. Yeah. Because yeah. you really are faced with such a, um, it's like a, it, it's almost like, but wait, I am a person. Mm-hmm. And you're screaming at the top of your lungs and no one can hear you. Yeah. Don't yeah. you see me? I'm right here. Ooh. Me. Mm. All of me. I'm a whole yeah. person. Mm, mm, mm. So why the heck am I just someone to service you? That's right. Just just a body for you to beat up on. To, That's right. to have your way with. A box. Mm, mm. That's right. And it's like I'd rather, and for some men, it's like I don't even want to hear you speak. And mm, yet, oh yeah, I have experienced that too. I oh, rather yeah. you not speak, Joy. Just don't say anything. And how many this times stuff, have we swallowed that stuff? We swallowed that stuff whole. Yeah. All of the yeah. commentary. The mm-hmm. dumb stuff. It's like All a consistent common poison. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, it's like poisonous. a poison. Oh, poison. And we wonder and, why and so, we have yeah. all these health issues and all these other problems. Not saying that's the only reason, but, like, just the weight that comes along with dealing with that mm-hmm. every day. Mm-hmm. Like, that's just, mm-hmm. it's a weight that I think most people really don't have to carry, thankfully, is good, but w- mm-hmm. imagine that kind of stress. Every It's like a low-level stress every day mm-hmm. of your life. You imagine? Mm-hmm. I'm, mm-hmm. It, yeah, I'm so glad you shared that, Joy, because it just makes me think, you know, for those of you listening who maybe you don't quite understand where we're coming from, it's like imagine walking down the street every time you go into a store, every time you go to work, you know, you're, you're almost – you almost have this heightened sense of awareness each time because you almost have to be a little on guard because you want to make mm-hmm. sure that you're safe, you know, you want to protect yourself if no one else is going to. So it's like you almost have to be a little bit on all the time. Yeah. And, and, and that, that bro- defense, that, that barrier protects. Mm-hmm. And sometimes we as women we don't realize that not only do we have to, we have to be aware that we have it up because, I mean, we're, we're, we're trying to protect ourselves and that's the thing is that we are not seen as these women to be protected. We're yeah. just seen, again, this, this strong beast of a person who can handle anything, the superhero that, you know, Ooh. can just handle it all. Oh, you're just so fabulous. Oh, you're just so phenomenal. Look at how much you can do. Ooh, ooh, ooh. She'll get it done. You know, mm. um, but the reality is, those are the most vulnerable. Yeah, those are the ones that need protection. We're the ones. We need protection. Everyone yeah. else is put on a pedestal. Yeah. You know. Yeah. 
Absolutely. Put on a pedestal. And Ooh. and it's like, oh, you know, let's take care of of her. Make sure everything's well with her. Yeah. You know, but and, but you know, Yeah, um, it's crazy. You know, you know I, I was maybe thinking I just I'm gonna give a quick example. I know because um, this is a topic that really it, it is emotional. Um mm-hmm. I I remember and this actually wasn't that long ago and I'm not gonna be specific because it wasn't even that long ago. I remember um, there was a moment where I was in a group of people, and there were, um, I think I was the only black woman, and there were some white girls. I think, yeah, they were all white. And I'll never forget one of the guys, because we weren't here. It, like, we were in a place that was um, like foreign for us. So, you know, we were talking about being safe and blah, blah, blah. And I remember one of the guys, um, he just, I don't know what made him say this, but he said, you know, I just feel like I really need to protect you ladies and just really make sure you're okay. And it was so crazy because out of all of the ladies who were present, he was talking about all of the white ladies. And I was mm. standing looking at him and he's mm. talking about protecting them and I, I didn't even tell some of the other guys even though they didn't say anything they kind of looked at him and looked at me and looked at him and I was just standing mm. there like oh if someone like grabs me right now like do you mm-hmm. not think that would happen to me it, it I will never forget that moment of him blatantly in a crowd saying I feel like I need to protect you girls and he was talking about the white women there and left I was just standing there looking really crazy and the crazy thing about that moment was um I think it was later on we were walking down the street all together in a group but kind of in a line um because it was a kind of like a city if you guys have been in the city you know the sidewalks are a little um I had guys staring I actually had one man like touch my hair and it was one of those moments where no one was there no it was just me you know so imagine just I don't know if that makes sense I don't want to ramble joy but like it, no, really, you're not rambling. It, I think it's crazy. And yeah. the best bit was, Ashley, you can take care of yourself. Like Wakanda forever, girl. Wakanda oh my forever. Woo. Mm, mm, <laughs> mm, 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 mm. I'm telling you it was. And quite frankly, I was probably at more risk because no one was watching out for me. My yeah, gosh. no one was looking out yep. for you because you are a strong, independent <laughs> angry and fiery black woman and you can do it ashley do it do it do it apparently so do it do it to death apparently to death death Mm -hmm. and and when i i love when i see men posting about protecting black women because we really do Mm -hmm. we may not say it all the time yeah Yeah. we may not even let on that we're afraid Mm -hmm. of things but that mm-hmm. doesn't mean we don't need to be protected, folks. That's right. Hello? Thank you. Thank it doesn't you. mean that we shouldn't be treated with loving, tender, kindness, compassion. It doesn't mean mm-hmm. that we shouldn't be treated well. Yes, that's right. But well, instead, it's like, oh, they got it. The sisters got it because they, you know, my mama always knew what to do. Okay, my but God. I'm not your mama. Your mama needed mm-hmm. protection, too. She did. Mama sure did. Exactly. Because here's the question. Where was Mama's husband? And I'm going to leave that there. Exactly. Thank you. 
Mm. Mama was lonely and alone mm. and trying to make things work. And you saw Thanks. that in Mama, and what you did was you it, it, you you saw other, and I hate to say it, I'm going to say it anyway. Mm-hmm. I don't hate to say it. I'm saying, you saw it in other yeah. black women that same mm-hmm. strength, that, that same yeah. what you think is strength, yeah. the courage to move forward even when everything is against you. You mm-hmm. saw it in the black woman that you would meet, and mm-hmm. you hated it. You mm-hmm. hated it enough that you said, hey, I don't, I, I don't want this because y'all not mm. going to talk back to me. And it's like, well, we're not talking back to you. No one's mm. talking back to you. Mm. Quite the mm. opposite. We're just mm-hmm. letting you know that we have a shared pain, a collective struggle. Yeah. No matter what side of the tracks you came from. That's right. No matter your class, we have a shared struggle. And That's so right. why is it that it's so difficult for us to have um, that commonality and be able to see each other's pain and joy and love each other? But instead, yeah. when I'm having a rough day, or or I'm 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 really in my feelings. You think I'm angry and have an attitude, and you compare me to your mama or your grandmama, mm-hmm. and you decide that I'm not worth dating, or I'm only mm. worth having sex with, but not mm. worth being a partner for mm. you. Mm-hmm. That's right. That's right. That's right. And that's and that's across the board. Worth that's right. having sex with. Worth. Mm-hmm. You know, let me get that quick booty call. Mm-hmm. But I, but I'm not worth it. Like, like people, men think that I am not worth partnering. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm not mm-hmm. even talking about putting a ring on it. I'm talking about just getting yeah. to the partnerhood. I, I right? Where, Look, that, you know you what I'm saying? I didn't mention that either. We're just talking about the first part. My goodness. I'm mm. like, you know what I'm saying? Like. Yeah, I'm not worth that. Like, and and this transcends because I thought at one time I thought it was just you know that I had a PhD, right? It, I really mm-hmm. did. I thought you know maybe it's the PhD, you know, mm-hmm. and that that has an impact, you know, getting higher education. But across mm-hmm. the board, we're seeing women are in school. Women are getting, I mean, mm-hmm. degree upon degree upon across yeah. the board. Yeah, but. Even with that, um, no, it, it's deeper than the degrees yeah. or the job or the business. It's yeah. just simply the fact that I am a black woman um, here, and yeah. I and I'm living by myself, never married, mm-hmm. no kids, and they don't see. Uh, they don't see that I need them for for any reason. Yeah. And it's yeah. not that. It's not about need. Because in yeah. Maslow's hierarchy of needs, I need people to go back and look at Maslow's hierarchy of mm. needs. Okay? Food, water, air. Okay? Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, okay. Need. Mm. It's not that I need you. Mm-hmm. I want you in my life as a partner. Yeah. You a human, me a human. Not you a human and me a property or a body. That's right. Right? That's right. So because we're having these struggles, um, it's, mm. it's unfortunate to me, but I find myself in 
you know, that's why I found myself in a position where I retired from yeah. a job that I hated, and that job was dating. I don't like the yeah. job. When it became a job, and yeah. I finally recognized that that's what it was, a hustle mm. that I didn't want, then I quit because yeah. I said, this is, you know, it's a great time to retire. And mm-hmm. I have been, <laughs> I felt better ever since. Wow. Now, mm-hmm. I say that, and I'm not saying that I hate men. It's not that. It's mm-hmm. about loving myself enough to know that there's some self-development and things that I want to do for me. And I can't That's- do that if I'm consistently worried about mm-hmm. how I look, who's trying to holler, cat calls, wearing the right hair. I'm sorry. I don't have time anymore. I don't, no. I don't have, I don't, I don't, I just don't exist in that realm for the pleasure yeah. of man. That's right. That's right. I don't exist in that realm anymore just for someone's pleasure. That's Not right. That's, that's <laughs> drop the whole mic, drop the TV, just drop it. <laughs> yeah. Just drop it. So I, know this, I, I mean, I know this conversation has gone all over the place, but we, and I it want good. women to hear me. It has been good. And I want women yeah. to hear me and hear me well. You do not exist solely for the pleasure of a man. You were not That's born and put right. on this earth just for the pleasure of a man. That's, That's not right. it. That's not the great grand purpose of your life. That's and right you think that or if you have a family member who is living that way or you have someone who has presented life to you like Mm -hmm. that, I just want you to know it's a great time to unlearn that. I'm not Mm. speaking a feminist language. I'm speaking a universal Mm -hmm. language. You are not just simply here on this planet for the pleasure of men. That's right. That means I don't need to go get my hair done just so he'll like the way I look. I don't need to go get my nails done just so he'll, you know, say, ooh, yes, you know. I don't Mm -hmm. need to go get painful waxing all of the time for his Mm. pleasure because he likes it when when I'm hairless down Mm. there. I don't Mm. need to do those things. If you want to, that's cool. Some people go and they mm-hmm. get uh, rainbow colors down there. That's cool. That's they, fine. They that's you want to dye, you dye your hair? Exactly. That's you right. want to do all that? You mm-hmm. want to get tatted up? Whatever you want. Yep. Hey. Me, again, mm-hmm. I'm going to say that's not for their pleasure. It's for that's your. Right. It's for you if that's what that's you want to do. If you want to grow hair under your arms and let that be, then that's fine. Hey. If you don't want to have, uh, if you don't want to um, go every few weeks and get a pedicure and you want to do them yourself, that's fine. Mm-hmm. But, right. but my thing is, is if we take away nothing else, being a whole human being, whole, W-H-O-L-E, is mm. more important than continuing to operate at the service of someone else. And by mm-hmm. service, I do not mean a prostitute. Okay? Mm-hmm. I just mean operating as if I'm waiting by the phone to, for him to say, I'm ready for you to come over or I'm getting mm-hmm. ready to come over. Not that's even right. taking you out. Okay. That's a whole oh other my matter. God. 
Ooh, that's another story, right? Maybe we'll do a podcast about that one, Joy. Mm. I know. I know. We really mm. need to, but I'm, I'm glad mm-hmm. we had this conversation. Because Absolutely. from this article about the, the yeah. hypersexualization of black women, I think mm. it's important to take away for all women, I don't care who's listening, Absolutely. the fact that you matter. You matter right. as you are. And if nothing changes with your body right now, cellulite, mm. the cellulose, huh. if you don't <laughs> go and have a vaginal, what is that, the re- vaginal re- what, rejuvenation, re- whatever they're doing, the rejuvenation, yeah. if you don't go do that, if you never go get Ooh. a boob job, if you never mm-hmm. get a facelift, if you never That's get right. Botox, you are still right. amazing. That's right. And just if, like if, if a man doesn't see that, then oh well. Yeah. That is not your problem. So stop That's, making it a problem and stop making it a job that you're not getting paid for. That's Hello. right. All it's right, I'm taking done. your money. Actually, you paying for the it's job. Taking, but. Do you know how many thousands mm. and thousands of dollars Ooh. for the pleasure mm. of a man? Mm. No. And for the pleasure mm. of a man who sees you as less than human, That's true. who That's sees you as true. a body, who has fetishized you, who sees you as property, who mm. sees you as someone he can walk over, a doormat. My gosh. Whew. So I say this to you. I say this like literally, you know, and, and, mm-hmm. and, and just I just speak life over all of you, everyone listening. Yeah. I hope you've gotten to this point because I know some people yeah. checked out. That's okay. Um, some mm-hmm. of y'all just didn't need to make it to this point. Maybe you have your own mm-hmm. things that you're dealing with, and maybe you'll get back around yeah. to listening to this. But I just want you to know, from me to you, and from, you know, challenge yourself. Challenge hey. your mm-hmm. thinking. Challenge That's yourself. Right. Challenge your mindset. Challenge the people that you're allowing in your circle. Yes. Challenge, challenge, challenge yourself. That's right. That's and the right. others around you because there are some people that don't need to be there, some people that you have run after who don't see you as anything mm-hmm. else but a conquest, and it's time for you to go. That's right. There are people that don't even see you. They don't see the heart of you. You want them to. Mm-hmm. Just like on the crown, Princess Diana, she, she goes for Prince Charles' Ooh. birthday. Mm. She mm. literally practice, practices and Films, this amazing mm. song uh, with the orchestra for his mm. birthday. Or no, mm. I'm sorry, no, that was for the birthday. And then for, mm-hmm. his, for the anniversary. So he hated the, the birthday. Then for the anniversary, she, she really goes all out by herself and practices mm-hmm. day and night. Trying to get her, trying to get him to see her, to mm. see the whole person. But what wow. happens? It doesn't work because for for her, all she was was a means to an end. Once she had given him the babies, that's it. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. it. And that Ooh. was her. So imagine those of you out there who are yeah. not white. That's right. That's seen right. As it, see, I almost feel like, you know, like the Tiger King, there's that obsession, um, like that Tiger King show where there's obsession oh. with the exotic animals. Yes. It's almost like that. 
Yeah, it's almost uh, yeah, like that. You know what, and I think that's a great way to end, in. Ashley. That's it's like, right. Yeah, you know, that's, in a freaking zoo. It's yeah, like, which one absolutely. am I going to pick today? That's right. Yeah. Like, oh, I like that one. That one's different. I haven't seen You're that one before. You're looking for a girl like me. <laughs> I forgot about the song. Oh, my gosh. Mm-hmm. But you're right. I think that is the perfect way to end. That's the perfect analogy. It's like someone, a predator looking through the glass, looking for that next exotic animal to conquer, to put on their trophy Exactly. exactly. Mm. Are you going to be that animal? Mm. Are you going to be that animal? Are you going to be the one today feeding mm. them leftovers from Walmart? Oof. The, mm. the leftover meat. Ooh, oh, let me take ooh. you to the dollar menu, McDonald's. Oh, ladies, no. I'm, I'm just, I'm, I think this, the, and I'm appreciative of the author, and I hope that we can get her on the podcast. I know, Absolutely. I don't think she lives here in the United States, but mm-hmm. I, I definitely want to get her on the podcast to really talk about this because we have fun on here. We do. Yeah. But we also want to be real. Yeah, because there's some right. struggles that we face, and so there's a lot of fun, but there's also some times to be serious. And I feel that's like this right. is a time to really be serious and talk about the struggles because it really does hurt at the heart of me. It, it hurts. It hurts for others, and yeah. I, I think about some of the healing that I've gotten just in allowing myself mm-hmm. to be free and not be bound to performing for a man. Yeah, that's um, right. So I really just, I, I hope that you all take some time and sit yeah. down with, with the information that you have and ask yourself seriously mm-hmm. how much that you do right now, you're actually doing for you, That's for right. your pleasure, for your purpose, and how much are you, how much time are you spending waiting and being anxious over what a man wants or, you know, what he That's needs. Right. Or, you know, just any of those kinds of things. Because some of you truly are hurting and you're operating out of hurt. You're operating from a place of hurt. And some of you are just, you're struggling because you you feel like you're running out of time. And because that, you're making Mm -hmm. some really, really bad choices. Really, really bad choices. And there's some men that are just wanting to take advantage of your Mm -hmm. vulnerability because you're hurt. So be very mm-hmm. careful about who you're allowing in your life um, yeah. and, and also be aware that there are people who just do not see you as human. And right. when you're just a body, when you're just several holes and a good night mm. and a happy ending, mm-hmm. then that's, that's, not, that's not someone that's for you. And even yeah. if that's what you're wanting in your life right mm-hmm. now, maybe you, that's just what you want for right now, mm-hmm. I would implore you to, again, check and see why it is that that's all you want. Yeah. I just, you know, why, why, why is it that question. you're in a place that, you know, why, why, why is that what you want? So That's right. I think that's a great challenge question because that's some hard work that we all need to do because, again, like, we deserve to be treated like humans, but we have to see ourselves as worthy humans too first. So Mm -hmm. that's Mm -hmm. powerful. Yes. Mm, Challenge. Yes. Yes. 
Mm. Challenge yourself. You know where to find mm. us. This is a. I mean, we've got a blog, so we'll you'll have we'll be up. Challenge Pod at Word. I'm not at WordPress. <laughs> Challenge Pod. Dot WordPress dot com is mm-hmm. place you can go. You can listen to our podcast. You can check out the blog that goes along with the podcast, and also that WednesdayLife dot com is yes. there as well. It has so many blogs, uh, a mm. year's worth of blogs. I'm yeah, well, there on that Wednesday life. So we look forward to more conversation. Yes. This was a long podcast, but it was well worth it. So I feel oh, like, you know what, we should let them soak this up for a while, Ashley, and we'll come back oh, next yeah. week with more because this is quite meaty and we're going to be eating yeah. off this feast for a while. Yeah, this is the one you come back to a few times. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Just mm-hmm. listen, yeah, because you get new meat every time. So, yeah, I'm with you Exactly. My goodness. Exactly. Mm. So Ooh. feast off it for a while. Share it with yes. your friends. Talk about it over dinner, over Zoom. I know some of you are experiencing Zoom fatigue. Get some mm-hmm. blue light glasses, whatever you got to do. Yes. Um, have, you know, have phone conversations, whatever you need to do. But we, we hope that you really take some time and go deep. And if this resonated yes. with you, send us a message. Let us know how you feel. Um, look in the show notes for all the ways to get in contact with us. And you know we're on Instagram mm. at challenge.courage. That's so right. So nothing else, grab Instagram. All right? That's, that's right. We all love right. you guys. Well, challenge you. yourself. Love you. Bye. Bye. Challenge yourself.